0: Hey there, welcome to The tent. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from our slightly different perspective. You know, every so often, I know we talk about technique and, and, and all kinds of stuff like that, but every so often, I kind of return to a more philosophical take on things. And I can't help myself because I think it's so fundamental to what we do and what we've talked about in our little world here. What makes us set up a botanical-style natural aquarium? What is it about the look, the feel, and the function about these aquariums that somehow compels us to set them up? I ask these questions because I've had the opportunity of late to speak with a number of hobbyists who have not previously considered the kinds of aquariums which we as a community love so much. The sheer number of ahas and oh, that's what you mean type responses during these discussions really made me step back for a second and think about this stuff on a more philosophical level. What is it about them that calls to us? Now, I think the fact that they're not as contrived or trying to conform to some defined style as many of the aquascapes that are, you know, splashed all over the internet and on social media makes them oddly aspirational and compelling to us. It makes me think of some of the concepts that the aquarium community has seemed to embrace for so long and why there might actually be a bit of a disconnect between our work and what we seem to proffer that they represent. It starts by simply looking at some of the processes by which we create our aquariums and the mindset that we apply to our work. I think that the fact that the details which some hobbyists try so hard to recreate in their high-concept scapes are so effortlessly and spontaneously assembled by nature is both awe-inspiring and perhaps a bit unsettling for some. That whole thing about ceding some of the work to nature is not something that every aquarist or scaper is comfortable with. We've always felt like we have to take the controlling interest in the aquarium, and perhaps it makes us feel a bit unsettled that nature will do some of the heavy lifting without us, especially if we don't interfere. Yeah, and just the realization that our artificial machinations and shaping uh, and, and scaping are really sort of interference, or at the very least a form of intervention against nature's processes, and it's hard for some to swallow. It's humbling, if nothing else. And the work of unpolished nature in our aquariums, well, it forces us to look at things a bit differently, right? It makes us look at the wild habitats as the true inspiration for our aquariums. Kind of a far cry from, you know, last month's tank of the month, for sure. Now, don't get me wrong. It's just fine to be inspired by the many gorgeous aquariums out there on the internet, which are the result of amazing work by enormously talented aquarists. We need to accept them for what they are, however. Beautiful works of art. However, it's the unchallenged, unquestioned, heavy-handed appropriation of the terms nature and natural that the hobby heaps upon these works to describe what are really highly stylized, artistic, sanitized, edited interpretations of nature is what I find fascinating and a bit disconcerting. Words have meaning. And when applied too liberally or generally, they tend to gloss over the realities that are at the root of what we're trying to recreate in our aquariums. Overlooking these realities, in this case, nature as it is, denies us the opportunity to educate ourselves and learn more about how it really works and the true beauty that it brings. Stuff like biofilms that we have made such a big deal about out of removing from wood and other decorative items in our tanks for so long arise for a very specific set of reasons and perform a role in the closed aquarium ecosystem. I believe that the fact that they may look a bit unsettling to us based on our rather close-minded view of proper aquarium aesthetics and, ouch, a general lack of understanding about their role in aquatic habitats is what's caused this over the years. A true mental shift is required, one which we, once we grasp, will free us to create aquariums in a far more realistic and natural manner than previously believed possible. Please, please please do look at some pics and videos of wild tropical uh, aquatic habitats and see the stuff that we freak out about in our tanks and realize that it's practically the basis for the structural and functional aquatic ecosystems of the world. The botanical-style aquarium that we play with is perhaps the first of its kind in the hobby to really say, hey, this is just like nature. It's not that bad. And to make us think, perhaps there is a benefit to all this stuff it looks like, and in many respects, functions more like a natural habitat. We're learning together that there's definitely something to these habitats which our fishes can benefit from. Our willingness to make that mental shift and move beyond the simple look of them is what I believe will lead to a new sort of renaissance in the hobby. Perhaps finally accepting these life forms and their collateral products will spur new developments and encourage us to embrace the many benefits to our fishes that have made them a vital part of the wild aquatic ecosystems of the world. A less rigidly, aesthetically controlled, perhaps less high-concept approach in the eyes of some, setting the stage for nature to do what she's done for eons without, you know, us having to do as much to help it along. Rather, the mindset here is to allow nature to take its course and to embrace the breakdown of materials, the biofilms, the decay, and to rejoice in the ever-changing aesthetic and functional aspects of natural aquatic systems, warts and all, and how they can positively affect our fishes. And yes, they do affect our fishes in a positive manner, don't they? We're seeing that not only do botanicals, leaves, and alternative substrate materials look interesting, they provide a physiological basis for creating unique environmental conditions for our fishes and plants. We're seeing fish graze on the life forms which live in and among the decomposing botanicals, you know, as well as on the botanicals themselves, just like they do in nature. And we're seeing the influence aesthetically and chemically that these materials assert on the aquarium's environment and, you know, the physical environment, I should say. The ephemeral nature of botanicals, the tinted water, the appearance of biofilms, decay, leaves, wood, water, life, they're words, for sure, but very compelling ones. Important components of a successful ecosystem, and beautiful if we make the attempt to embrace them. Really looking at each aquarium as a microcosm of life, and not simply an art piece or a social media prop, is a huge breakthrough in the modern hobby. I realize that we repeat this mantra so often here that it almost seems like white noise at times. However, it's such a foundational, fundamental shift in approach and thinking in the aquarium world that I simply can't help but bring it up again and again. If we immerse ourselves in the many aspects of botanical-style aquariums and just work with this stuff, there's so many possibilities for successful aquariums and outcomes. We can apply this approach, this dynamic, this mental shift, just so many different things that we do in our work ranging from aquascaping to breeding to rearing fishes, that the opportunity to accomplish more in the hobby is virtually limitless. Immerse yourself in nature as it is. Not the homogenized, sterilized, edited version of nature which has been force-fed to us as the way for so long. I ask you to share this mindset with your friends who might be a disillusion with the hobby of late. And I found a bunch of them. And it's really weird because I didn't think that this was much of an issue. But the more I get out, the more I talk to people, the more I realize there's a lot of people that aren't sort of, I don't know what the word is, bored. You know, talking about this stuff just might awaken something for them. Something which invigorates, inspires, and excites them. Something which unleashes their true potential as a hobbyist. Something which provides previously unexpected benefits for our fishes and perhaps even for the wild habitats from which they come, like understanding them. Let's keep putting our preconceptions and fears aside as we continue to create and enjoy more natural looking and functioning aquariums and the breakthroughs that they represent. Immerse yourself. Stay inspired. Stay bold. Stay excited. Stay creative. Stay open minded. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I appreciate your uh, kind of listening and considering this—the the, the little nuggets in this uh, in this little rant here, as I think it might have some some real uh, meaning and possibly lead to some unlocks for some of you and uh, for the community as a whole. So share the idea and discuss it. I appreciate that. Again, we'll talk to you real soon. Enjoy your day, and I'll see you on the next installment of the Tint.